When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. They, they want to go back to work. They bored. They a lot of stuff, but they ain't in line to die. If they go back out here and get this infection, they going to die. They need to stay in your house or die. And I was like, Cuomo, thank they need to put this on every single t- station in America. Go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. To be honest, I don't even know <laughs> Oh, no. When you were talking about the businesses. And that's what I was talking about with y'all earlier. Like, people trying to open up because they're trying to save small business. I get that. But at the same time, we have to be smart to not go out. So it don't matter if you open back up or not. We just don't need to go outside. Period. Just don't go. Open up all you want to. If you ain't getting no business, it don't matter. Hold it don't. They feel like just because you open up don't mean that you can save a business, do whatever. Hold Be on. smart. Understand what it is. Let them open. Open every last one of them. This, like, it, it, it's simple. <laughs> this is my thing. <laughs> like when when they were when they were sending us the stimulus packages when they were first talking about, it, I'm like, okay. I said I, I see why they sending it to us. I said it doesn't make sense if nothing is open. For us to stimulate the economy with. Because everything is closed down. You see Pier 1 Imports. They permanently closed. They never open it back up. Logan's Restaurant. They're never opening back up. They gone for good. So it's. it's and these I mean, are I big. Got some roles. These are big businesses. Pier 1 Imports. That's a big business. Logan's is a. Yep. Is a. Is a national chain. Um, it is. And I'm like. Bruh. These are. These are businesses that were already struggling, though, Corey. Albeit that 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 it was the case, but I feel like that for those businesses, this pandemic came right on time for them because they were probably like, "Hey, uh, it's not. It wasn't looking good for us before this. It's not. It's not gonna look good for us after this, or you know, or during this, or even after this. Let's just completely close. This is our way of getting out of." this business and I that's how I see what's that's what I see is gonna happen for a lot of these businesses that were struggling before this. This is an easy way out for them for businesses that were struggling. And what this pandemic also showed me is that a lot of these businesses are not as well off as they say that they are. You got teams like you got businesses like the LA Lakers which is a multi-million, hundreds of million dollar company. Worldwide now. Worldwide. They got a, they got the business loan of $4 million. I'm like, bruh. Ain't that stupid? One of your players make that much. I, but, I, but I thought uh, when they got their $4 million, I thought the Lakers gave, they gave it, it back. away. They, they, did, didn't, they didn't keep it. They, they gave it back. Because you want to know why they, they gave, it? gave it back. Look, you want to know why they, they do you think they would have gave it back and nobody found out about it? I think so. No. No. If no one found out about it, though. If no one found out about this, they were not gonna get their money back. 
I, there was no way they won't keep it a secret though. So it's no such thing as people not finding out about it. I mean, but we didn't know until somebody reported it though. That's what I'm saying. We didn't know until yeah, I, somebody I, reported. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I knew just I just don't think the Lakers struggling for their four million because I mean they they've been doing what they let their people go back to work. They've been but, paying for this and paying for that for their workers and stuff. I just don't think they would have. But this is my thing though. If they weren't struggling for it, why that mean if they got the money, that means number one, somebody in their organization applied for it. Because you had to apply for it to get it. So yeah. and, and and on top of that, you got Ruth Chris, which is a multi million dollar restaurant chain, fine, fine dining chain. They got how many? I don't know how many millions of dollars. Also, I think they got like ten or twelve million dollars or something like that. I'm like, bro, y'all like these businesses are not as well off as they say. Man, they are. I'm mad. Ruth Chris still open. You like mm-hmm. you go find out. Like, don't worry, they won't be long. Is is look? You go. We are really gonna find out if this stuff keeps going on past. I'm gonna say if it goes on past October, if we get another shutdown, which is imminent. Another shutdown is imminent. We about to yeah, see a coming. whole bunch of businesses like hey close their doors. Hey guys, hey guys, go Let's... ahead and kiss Shonis goodbye. Okay. You for the what? Kiss Shonis? Oh, it's kiss over. Kiss Shonis with. goodbye. Okay. It's over with. It's over with. It's over. Kiss who goodbye? Shonis. Oh, I, to be honest, I've been kissing them goodbye. Y'all want to see them make? It. I said goodbye to Shonis a long time ago. Me too. Man. I, I, ain't, so open, man. I ain't ate Shonis since I was like ten. It's over. You probably gonna be saying goodbye to rallies. Just go on get your go on get your mind. I'm telling you, only the strong gonna survive. Right. <laughs> Just make sure Taco Bell still here. Taco Bell and Popeyes. I'm here for it. Taco Bell and Pizza Hut and KFC are three large companies that are not going nowhere. They they gonna they gonna survive. Right? To be honest, they KFC can leave. They're not. They're all the same company. They yeah, they yeah they all under one brand, Yum brand. They they under the the Yum brand. Burger King under them now though too, huh? Did Burger King buy them? I thought no. Burger King bought Popeyes. Is that mm. what I'm gonna okay. look that up. Burger yeah. King bought somebody. To me, it don't seem like Burger King got no money to buy nobody. I think it was Popeyes. I thought we talked about this. Where where if they bought them, they they good too. Then they knew this was coming. Like, they need to show because don't nobody buy no Birkin. Yeah, <laughs> Birkin, wait, Birkin, you ain't getting the waffle, you ain't getting nothing. Birkin works out in KFC. Why y'all tripping? If KFC was by themselves, Birkin, I'm telling you, man, nobody buy Birkin. You know what? Churches have slid up past KFC in my chicken rank. Bro, y'all were talking about that noise two years ago. Come out, KFC, come out, church got that, that, that dog on greedy chicken. I'm telling you, church is spicy chicken. Is great when it's hot and, and them, bi- and them biscuits. Chicken. Lord have mercy. Yeah, Burger Popeye. If you get it fresh, I'm telling you right now. Burger, yeah, I said it. Burger King bought Popeyes for 1.8 billion dollars in 2017, and they borrowed that <laughs> <laughs> from Mac, <from> McDonald's. <laughs> uh, so Burger hey, King, King ain't got no money. Man, let's let's go we like ahead. these commercials we've been doing. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get down to the, the why why we are real why we are really here, and that's to talk about the uh the four the the last four parts of the uh, last dance documentary. So uh, we've all watched it. Me and Greg, we watched it together with our uh, with our CBE Sunday. Uh, man, starting with uh, seven and eight. The end of, of episode seven, when Jordan 
was talking about his his competitiveness and his will to win and him wanting everybody else to be like was that the one where he cried? Yes, at the end. I, I got that I got one of my students watching the wrong episode. I'm gonna have to get him to watch seven. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's it's episode seven. When he I felt that when he when he did that, when he said what he oh, said. Oh yeah. I felt it was that. powerful. I Dude, gotta go I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna check that person right now. which is like it like <laughs> when you got people around you that don't see things how you see it. I can understand how frustrating it can be, especially when you are uh, dealing with something that that requires teamwork and a certain uh, a certain level of professionalism or a, a high level of skill to do. And you know, the NBA that's the you know that's the highest of the high you know basketball talent, and so supposedly. So if you got somebody on team like Jordan was using Scott Burrell as a as an example, you know he was getting down on Scott Burrell hard, getting on all his teammates yeah. hard, cool coach all of them, and he was like, "Look, if you don't want to win, how I want to win because I want to win because I want my teammates to experience that also, and if you don't want to be yeah. around it, then we don't, you just don't need to do it or whatever you may have said. I, I probably got the quote. I know I got the quote all the way wrong, but that's just the truth. Like, and that's that goes to that thing where a lot of people say, you know, uh, you got to get people out your circle that aren't motivated like you when you're trying to accomplish a certain thing, because those people that may not be as motivated or as ambitious as you, they might try to hold you back with the way that they think. And you need to eliminate them to get to where you want to go. That's true. And sometimes it's unconscious. They don't even be trying to hold you back, but Right, the way they think. I mean, he was Jordan was right. The way the way that people think can hold the whole system back. Right. Well, that, that I don't think. Passionate. Well, I don't think people that understand. Game. And what Jordan said before this documentary came out was real. When you are so skilled or so good at a certain task, and you know Jordan made what he did look easy. You know, what I'm because it, I mean his work ethic, what he had. The average person don't understand what it's like to be great. So I do. I, I don't want to call anybody soft, but they're more lean. And it's easy to see him like, man, he tough on them. Like blah 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 blah. That's why I feel like great players, like people who are legends like that, could never be coaches. It's hard to get somebody to do things that you think is easy, and for them not to be able to do it, you don't get it. It's a reason why Larry Bird wasn't a great coach in Indiana. Like you can't. Like Jordan would never be a coach. Because can you imagine Jordan trying to coach somebody? trying to get him to do what he thinks is normal. Like, Jordan's normal is everybody. Like, can nobody even be Jordan's normal? How can you expect somebody to be your level of greatness and be able to accept somebody falling short? Like, let me ask you this. Do you think that that's why he's not a good executive? Is because he really can't find the people that have the drive and determination that he does? I'm, I'm not going to say that because, I mean, a lot of stuff he do as executive, too. Some of it is money stuff too, though, which I think he, hey, he got money. I mean, I think he know how to manage that. But I think because, well, maybe so because maybe because of his mindset, what he's looking for, he doesn't see that. Like the people he see, like I think he may have said, like I think he says about Russell, like Russell Westbrook does have that 
mentality, like that 80s, early 90s mentality. But I still feel like Russell Westbrook don't have the talent of those people, though. I think he has the right mindset. But Russ, to me, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a love-hate relationship with Russ. But I think it is hard to find a certain talent you're looking for in a person. That you never gonna find because don't nobody nobody's gonna ever have what you had anymore. Like you just not gonna find it. It's I, just not there. I, I feel like so I do think it's a struggle for him. I, I feel like Russ has enough talent. I just feel like he he gets in his own way a lot. I agree with that. He I agree with that. He he gets in his own way. Like it be it it'll be situations where I feel like Russ should defer. But he's so alpha. He's such an alpha male. He just cannot see himself. Hey, I might need to defer to somebody else to but put us in a, too, a better situation. That's why I think that talent come back to it. Because like when Jordan didn't defer, Jordan was knocking them buckets down. When it come to crunch situation with Westbrook, he not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he got the mindset, but that that ability to close or do whatever he just doesn't possess. Yeah. That's why I think Kevin Durant was honestly the best thing that ever happened to him, to be honest with you. However, they just couldn't they couldn't make it work because he had that person to defer to. He still could have been great, but he had the mindset of he wanted to be that guy. And with regards to what he was never going to be Kevin Durant, ever. Do you think right. that was a coaching it. issue, though, Green? I don't – and, this was, and that's, a, that's a good point, too, because I do think – this is why I think Phil Jackson is the beast because he can he's able to manage these egos. Yep. With Kevin Durant and West, Russell Westbrook, it was an ego situation. I don't care what I do think, that's a gift. Yeah. You can't, like, to, like can't I understand, Jordan. A lot of coaches can draw up X's and O's all day. They don't matter. But if you ain't got the right mindset, like, think about Scotty when he said he wasn't going back in the game because the tra- the play wasn't drawn up for him. Right. You know, like, you, you having to manage things like that. And I do think Kevin Durant is an unselfish player. And how I do think he can. That was yeah, pristine, perfect, perfect. Okay, well that's well, that's oh, fine. Stay, stay right. there. That's fine. Come here. You and, and you know, and it, like, didn't, it didn't phase him. And, and if the coach like, oh lord, you're not going in. Okay, uh, right. time out again. We got to figure out what's going on. And they show. I was so glad they showed it, Corey. They showed him keep his composure. Like, all right, let's move straight on forward. It's, it, he <laughs> said, "Where's Scotty? He's not going in. Oh, he's not. Oh, okay, okay." Right. right. <laughs> he went over there and said, "What's going on, man? You not going in? No, no. All right, then. Okay. Come on, man. And you they still. You know, we ain't got time for you acting like a doggone twelve-year-old child. And you know, and th- and this goes back to Michael Jordan. Like he, Michael Jordan is he at that point in his career when they started winning championships. Phil put him in the position to understand. Hey, I know I'm gonna draw the defense. The defense already thinks I'm going to get the ball. So I'm going to defer to a John Paxson or a B.J. Armstrong or a Tony Kukoch or a Steve Kerr. Or Steve Kerr, right. Because they they have the the ability to shoot the ball in whatever situation it may be because they're going to be open. They wide open. They wide open. They're going to make it. And Scotty was so – Hung up on himself, thinking that hey man, I should be this. You should have been thinking about thinking yourself, thinking of yourself like that when you was getting your money at first, Scotty. But right, but right. now you want to think of yourself in that capacity when Jordan out there. I understand that you want to take over for the team, but you, Scotty, just did not have the leadership for that. 
he did not have the leadership capability for that. And that just goes back to Jordan. That just that just goes back to the 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 leadership that Jordan had, the ability that Jordan had, and just being able to be kind of self aware at that point to where Phil Jackson was making him self aware, like, hey, you're not gonna be scoring thirty or forty points a game. We you know to me, might, yeah. To me, Scotty seems to be so I, I not don't don't get me wrong, I love Scotty Pippen. I you know, I him and Michael were were a match made in heaven for that team. But yeah. one thing that I that, that I know from, from from watching this dog on documentary, seeing them seeing them operate, Scotty, you ain't the type of person that can use your your the way you feel or your emotion to make greatness happen. Scotty's the type of person that his emotions shut him down. Which which he proved. You, you get, you know, but Jordan. Jordan emotion, Jordan's emotional height growls him up. He's he's yeah. looking for something that he can motivate himself to change his emotions so he can win the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Scotty is the type of person that when he gets emotionally high, he seems to shut down instead of moving past the point and motivated to move the team forward. Am I making any sense? Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but, but uh, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. Maurice, that that makes perfect sense, and I'm going to use myself. What I'm going to use something that you taught me as an example of how Jordan was. Now we fit to go off something where we've never really talked about, and some people this might go over their head a little bit. But when I was in marching band, and you were teaching me what you were teaching me, and it got to the point to where you knew it was something that you needed to tell me to get me over the hump. To, to be better and you were like hey man uh you need to change your attitude like you need to go in there with this type of attitude you need to be this type of person to where when you put on that band uniform and you even see the other marching band marching into the stadium you need to be mad they even decided to show up you need to pick one person over that trumpet section that you just need to focus on and you just need to crank on them the whole game and that's how i was if that's why when ever before we would even start marching in the stadium, people would see me with this blank stare on my face because I'm trying to get myself in that mindset to be the flip that switch and be that different person that I needed to be throughout yep. an entire game. And it shows and it shows on. the t- And that's what a lot of people are missing in the band. Now, this just, you know, just using that as an example. Jordan did something similar to that where he would just find something that probably wasn't even true, just like with the yep. um, the guy that played for the Sixers. The guy that played for the Sixers that he, that scored a whole bunch of points on him in one game, yep. and then he was they he was saying that he told him a good game, good game. game. He was like, yep. he like, no, nah, he didn't say that. I just put that in my mind so I can come back, you know, on the next game and just kill this dude. Yep. So I mean, but that's that's the type of mindset. I love that. I I, I love that he you. He used situations, whether true or false, right, to put himself in a zone. And right. when Jordan got in that zone, bro, you wouldn't stop. That's it. it. It's it's over. That's with. it. Right. He in that zone, and Durant got it to me. Yeah. I ain't trying to move to episode. What is it? Episode nine. Eight. When, when they showed the, the oh, game, when he, when he actually was sick. Oh yeah. Man, the way he put man, the way. Bro. Man. 
I'm gonna let y'all talk. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's let's jump to episode I'll, eight. Oh, my bad, Greg. Go before, ahead. Before before you go that far, I was gonna talk about the whole thing with Scotty. But the one thing about Scotty, Scotty didn't have it at first. I agree. When it when it got too big, if it didn't go his way, he did. He check out. Yeah. Especially. However, after that incident happened, when they were making the locker room had those talks, I think he grew a lot in that situation where even when Jordan retired, I feel like Scotty had the right mindset after the fact. However, Scotty just Scotty is good. Scotty's great. We know that. But Scotty's talent level still was not that of Michael Jordan. It's just it's just not there. You know what I'm saying? I think the mentality, I think he, he learned from a situation where he didn't let that – he realized what he did in the situation where he let his teammates down. So I do think he became more conscious of what he was doing. After. I think it was a big growing moment for Scott. Right, yeah. But there's nothing about Jordan. Like, when we, when we talk about these situations with Jordan being able to get a ball with the Paxson or being able to get a ball with the BJ or Tony or whatever, Jordan had already secured himself in a certain legacy that he didn't have to have a last shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would, if, if it didn't matter, like, Jordan was still going to be Jordan. Right. When you look at situations like even in the in the future now, LeBron, LeBron ain't gotta have a last shot. LeBron is so his legacy is so cemented in, like he doesn't have to be that person that does. He gonna get slack for it, but it's not gonna take away from what LeBron is. Kobe was the same way. When we talk about a Russell Westbrook, it's not the same for him. He, he, has, he has not cemented himself a certain type of way. So I think Russell is still trying to prove a point. Right, and he's forcing the issue of what's going on, but it's just not there. And I think because Kevin Durant was who he was when he deferred, and Kevin Durant delivered, I think the situation that he just can't, he can't get, he can't get past. Even a situation with Harden, James Harden has his moments too, but it's gonna always be a situation where Russ, you still not that guy. You know what I'm saying? I think that kind of gets in his way, that it, it prevents him. I think the mindset is there. The talent level of, talent or the be, uh, ability right. to be able to close or do whatever just is not there. Right. right. LeBron gave the shot up and Kyrie won that, that championship when they beat the Warriors, and Kyrie did that. We yeah. know that. Like, if it wasn't for that shot Kyrie made, it wouldn't have mattered. But at the same time, what? LeBron still got MVP. LeBron was still who he was. He still did whatever he had to do. But him deferring to give somebody else that moment to do whatever, it made him look good because he already submitted himself. LeBron is LeBron. Like, you know. Russ still ain't got that moment yet. He ain't won nothing. He ain't did nothing. He, he fails every time the stage gets and Russ, And Russ, our Lord, it's sad we talk about Russ. He ain't even going on the documentary or nothing. He's never going to get that because he's an individualist. And until he's people very realize yes. that you stop being an individualist, no system. And I've been telling y'all this for years. Y'all, y'all probably thinking I'm a broken record. I'm still telling young folks today, down here in New Orleans when I teach, if you are going to be an individualist or a person who's always concentrating on the fact that you've got to make it happen or you've got to make sure it gets done at the last minute, then you or your name has to be on it for it to get done right. You're never going to make it. Jordan is the type of person that can go out there and get it done by himself, but he knows that he's not going to be able to do it if you get double teamed. If you get double teamed, triple teamed, you you're not you just one man. And what what's his goal? What's Jordan real goal? To be to Jordan win. Great? No. Jordan's goal was to win. Russell Westbrook win. Russell Westbrook the great. And that's the problem. He wants to be known as whoever it is. He right. wants to be known LeBron as that guy. Ain't trying to be King LeBron. LeBron trying to win. <laughs> he and it's to funny though. Because even when they, they went to the triangle and Jordan realized the ball wasn't gonna be in his hand that much, he was like, right. well. 
we it's going to change, but at the end of the day, it's the best thing for the team for us to win. I'm still going to be right. me regardless. Right. I'm still going to get my shots. It may not be as many as I've had, but I can still be consistent. I can and still man, be. I don't care if you hate Michael Jordan. Man. You got, because I'm sure some of those players, man, watching that, watching that, that, that documentary, man, some of them players hate that man. They just ain't, they, in their homes, they probably watching like, man, I couldn't stand that nigga. But this is the thing. They they gotta respect him because they know that man's goal was not to make himself great. That man's goal was to win, man. He right. was trying to win at all costs. He saw what being great did to him when them first seven years was in the league when he got his his butt blasted every time they played the piss. Every all the stuff he went through, he saw what being an individual did. Yep. It didn't work. It didn't work. It did. Right. You are so right. And Russell Westbrook well, can't see. He can't see it. People don't understand that you get shine. From letting somebody else shine sometimes. And just going back to be great, be great in certain times and be able to know when to defer to be able to determine that you're gonna be fine. Come on, Russ. And, and I hate, hate we talking about Russ too, because he ain't got nothing to do with it. He's right. right, but but he's a teachable moment. He's making these moments teachable for somebody right, right. now. Right. Like <laughs> and and going back to like the will to want like the will to win goes over everything. Winning supersedes everything. In Jordan's life. And that just goes back to the gambling thing where, like, he would be on one part of the plane or the bus and, you know, be playing high-dollar poker games with people. Then he'll go to the front of the bus and play, like, blackjack for, like, a dollar. He'd be like, a dollar. Like, man, you back there playing for $1,000. Why you up here playing for a dollar against us? Because I want your money in my pocket. In my pocket. I want to say that I took your money. And put it in my pocket because I won. That's that is insane com- competitiveness. That's just insane. The normal yeah. person does not understand that. That's why right. Joy so getting a bad rap with somebody because because you're normal. You don't get it. You right about you that. Okay you okay with losing? You okay with being mediocre? Like well, I man, win, win something, lose that, something. Man, I need to get every single leader I ever taught need to listen to that doggone episode. He's right, man. I'm telling you, the man is right. Yeah, Normal we ain't got no time for you win something, you lose some mentality. No, you we want to win. You it win all. at all costs. All costs, whatever it takes. If I, you put we, yourself and your team in the right. best position to win at all costs. It's all about winning. And 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 going into episode eight, episode eight pretty much focused on the murder of his dad. Yeah, and man. That episode, man, puts news media in such a different light for me. Uh, they were already in a specific, already viewed news media in a specific way already. But just the thought of when this man dad got killed and they were just automatically coming out with the story, oh, yeah, he got killed because of gambling debts, Jordan gambling debts. I'm like, come on now, man. Y'all, y'all that's, that's such a reach. That's such a reach. The media has always been the media, and clearly we can see from what we're dealing with now these days and time, they always will be. you got to create a story. You have to, to stay relevant. And, and again, y'all going to hate when I say this. Guess what? Any publicity I'm, is good publicity. But, but this is my thing. it's clickbait. No matter what you create a certain narrative, and it keeps it relevant, regardless of if it's right or wrong. It's still, like, it's, it's, it, it, we're in a situation right now, we're talking about some. I hate the media they do this, but they, they put a situation in there to stay relevant. Right. And it, like, it's what it is. And, it, and it's messed up that he's, that man's dad is dead. For you a know, story, though. 
And what people have to realize, they're like, well, the the news can't be wrong. The news just can't possibly. I said, you have to understand that the news is also a TV show. Right. It's a TV show that needs ratings in order to get funding and Mm -hmm. in order to stay in business. So they are going to make they're going to make up something and then they'll probably just, you know, uh, walk back on it at a later time. But that's just, you know, whoever I can't remember who they said reported it first or said it first. But like, you know, that they didn't do any type of investigative journalism to verify anything. And uh, I think the guys that killed Jordan's dad, they still in prison now. Right. I, don't, I, I didn't I don't remember seeing anything about them getting out but i just remember reading that that like they didn't know who he was at first when they were doing what they were doing it was two teenagers and like i I was watching the the herd and doug gottlieb he was saying you know i just don't believe that that it was just two guys that didn't have a violent history and Collins like uh yes they did one robbed the bank uh and the other one he had a violent past too so you can't sit here and say it's just people just want to have something to say just so that they can have this under their belt saying, hey, yeah, I reported this and may not have been wrong, but hey, just keep, you know, following me for this news and you'll be entertained by it. I just I just can't I can't stand anything like that. Did y'all hear the conspiracy? And I think it's something that Jordan said. He was like, I had my daddy for 33 years of my life. But I think Jordan was like 30 when he died or something. So somebody was saying they were hiring Jordan daddy for three years or something. Like it was it was some crazy thing that happened. But whatever Jordan said about how many years he had his daddy was different from the age he was when his daddy died. I think he said something about, I had him for 30 years of my life, but Jordan was 33 when he died. It, it was it was something like crazy. They were trying to show the numbers like a conspiracy or something. That man could have misspoke about whatever it was. Right. I mean, it's a traumatizing it's a situation. Traumatizing like, but but you right, you just you go through stuff you do, and I think somebody hit it and just let it, they ran with that too as a whole conspiracy situation. Like I'm just like, man, have some respect. The man just lost his daddy, somebody that was always there with him for every accomplishment he ever had in his life, and you chose that story to use against him to make it seem like it was all his fault. When, when he's that, already he's already dealing with it. Right. That man lost his daddy, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, come right. on, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. Get right. him in. Get him in a break. Right. Don't folks didn't care. Don't care at all. And they, yeah. and that, who was that saying? Was it Magic Johnson or Larry Bird? Was like y'all don't even know y'all from the forces man out of the game. Like the, the greatest play we've ever seen, and y'all are really kicking him. Y'all forcing him not to want to play anymore with all this stuff that y'all see here doing. Right. And he left play baseball. Right. Go. And would have went pro. Do you know that Michael Jordan and Bobby Bo could have been on the same? Uh, I mean, Bo Jackson could have been on the same team in Chicago. Right. And Jerry Reinsdorf owned that team too, but. uh and you know, like how they were saying they were coming up with this other conspiracy that David Stern was gonna suspend them because of the gambling. Come on now, really? Do you Isn't think that, that they are gonna suspend the greatest player in the game, the 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 main player that's pulling all the ratings for the NBA? You really think they about to suspend this man for a year and a half? Come on now. And his retirement was a joke because they they suspended him from the NBA for eighteen months. Right. I'm because like, of his gambling issue, like what does that? To be honest, that man was trying to honor his his dad was a baseball man. He was trying to like that. That was him searching himself and trying to get close to his dad. That's all that was. Man. That was George. He, he needed that. Yeah, he, he needed, needed it. it. He needed it. He needed that break because he he needed that break from basketball because the media was just wearing on him. He got tired of it, 
and he felt like, man, if I go to was it he went to double A or triple A? I think it was double A. They 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 forced him up to double A. They wouldn't let him go. He couldn't go to single A because of uh it wasn't enough media coverage or something. So they had to force that man to double A. Yeah. So he was on a thirteen game hitting streak. Right. Professional players that play in baseball don't go on thirteen game hitting streaks. Right. And like <laughs> and just think about this. What if there because it was a strike that year before he came back to basketball. So if there wasn't a strike, yeah. he probably if there wasn't a a, a player uh, the MLB players union strike, he probably would have kept playing baseball a little bit longer. No, they said that he would have gotten called to play in the big league. Yeah, like he was on his way. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he would have been playing baseball longer. He would have been called up, and he would have been playing in the major leagues. So, yeah. but we all know we all know why he would play basketball. We saw the documentary. It's called Space Jam. Patrick Ewan told that man that he he didn't have it no more. You know, he's a baseball player, guys. So he had to come back and play basketball because they said it in Space Jam. <laughs> I'm tripping. But no, I'm just saying. Yeah. He had to come back and prove himself. Yes. Like, I just think he, 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 he got that moment. The Space Jam I, stuff. It's, it's, some, it's some nuggets in Space Jam, to be honest with you. I'm serious. Like, it's, hey, some, it's some real stuff. When he told them, hey, like, y'all need to have an area for me to work out in between shooting. Like they gave this man a whole court. They gave this man a whole. They built court. it. They built it. They built it. And it. yes, and he had players. He had other players come and play there. Blind Stars to California, yes. so he can play against them and beat the brakes off him yes. and tell him to go home. That if they if that ain't a beast, bro. <laughs> that is true. That is the true definition of a beast. Like you shooting. For twelve hours in a day, and then you working out, you doing a workout to get back, you get your conditioning back, and then you are playing full court games against other superstars. No, no bench riders now. These are all starting all star players, people that were on the dream team with him. Yep, it's crazy, man. It's it's unreal, man. Play play dude. Dude. I don't know how that man did it. Then he'll be up here to almost one o'clock in the morning. Then he got to be up oh, at five. Right. That man was he was hurt from his his, his father's passing. He didn't want to play basketball no more because he didn't know how to deal with playing it's just ball like with his dad I and not being there. The, the man uses emotion to yeah. drive himself. His daddy passing. Who knows if his dad had lived, the man might not have won no more championships. God, we don't want to say it, but I think if to be honest, if his dad would have stayed, I think Jordan would have retired with ten. Because he would have got them two in the middle. Mm-hmm. They would have ran them next three more. And he would have played, they would have got that they, they would if, if it would have worked out the right way, they would have came back and tried to put a, that second three feet to get seven. I think they would have all came back for that. He could have he might have. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. Jordan, they would have ran them out. Them teams, like, and people always talk about the best teams. Jordan's team was loaded. Now, don't make it seem like Jordan ain't had nothing. You're right. right. Jordan had a squad. Like. Horace Grant and BJ Armstrong from their first team. Dennis Rodman, Kukos from them second three. Like, Jordan ain't had no pushovers. Because Houston, Houston won those, Houston won those two championships while Jordan was out. Like, come on now. Right. Jordan is, right. man, that Bulls team is killing the, the Rockets. Them two years, and to be honest, if it wasn't for Jordan, Charles would have had one. Slick <laughs> in Phoenix. Talked about right. that last. <laughs> I feel so sorry for Chuck, man. Right, that man, he was the MVP that season and would have had everything. 
He ran into Jordan. It ain't no, it ain't no. He he even said that. Like I mean, I just I just played against Jordan. I played against the greatest player on the, on on the face of the earth. It, it was it wasn't nothing I can do. Nothing. Once that man got a taste of a championship in ninety three, ninety two was the first one. Uh, ninety one. 91. 91. Once he got once he got a taste of one of 91, that was it. Oh, that's blood in the water. That man wasn't going back to not winning no more. That oh, was that was all he needed. Right. That was blood in the water. That that was okay. yeah, that was yep. blood in the water. Oh yeah, it tastes so good. I, I'm <laughs> not I'm not not dealing with this no more. Right. <laughs> that's man, you like, bro. Like, you went from, you brought that team from the players doing cocaine in the hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Horace Grant going off now, but he mad that Jordan, that he was a snitch and said all this other stuff. Yeah. So now Horace came out talking about some, hey, you talking about these people doing cocaine, so you done snitched too. Jordan never gave names. He never gave so names. He, he, he let you know what the, he let you know what the situation was that he was name. walking into. You are he, said, he, said, he said, I'm not going to get no names. Right. He let you know the situation he went into to let you know what, what they, they mentality what? was when he got right. to Chicago. That's it. Right. We don't know who them, we don't know which player he was talking about. Right, ain't nobody. So now Horace, Horace Grant done said that ninety percent of the last dance is false. Man, please, whatever. Like, come on now. He butt hurt. He he real butt hurt. He real butt hurt. Like, come on now. I had false that video. That it's that most of it is video covered the stuff that they taped back then. They altered the video, Maurice. <laughs> like, come on now. He look if it was voiceovers. That wasn't said. <laughs> come on now. We already know people. Come on now. We already know people with money doing cocaine now. Come on now. It's no it's no secret. For years, they still are. Still are. NBA doing it. Still doing it. Open it openly stop. doing it. Man, cocaine. Y'all don't. <laughs> Man, look, we go if we if we was to get go to California right now, if coronavirus wasn't going on. If we was to go to California and go to a party of a celebrity, and I'm gonna say this, uh, my band played at a party for a well-known celebrity. Don't snitch, cool. Don't snitch. I'm cool. not snitching. All I'm gonna say is, is that they was having a good time. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. They was on that boogers, I'm pretty sure they inhaled some things there. That booger sugar. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure they 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 were not sniffing powdered donuts at, at this party. I'm pretty sure they haven't donuts at that party. I'm yeah, I didn't unless see put, any donuts. Unless they put the cocaine in circles. Right. and then you you <laughs> you snorting the, the, the donut through a straw or through a, a dollar or something. A a, a dollar bill. But, but I mean, I mean, that's if, just if that's that world. Level respect, if you don't gain a certain level of respect for what Jordan did in the time frame he did it in, you're not normal as a human. Something's he, just wrong with you. you. You need to check yourself. He forced that organization to button up, pretty much. Like, hey he man, changed he, it. he changed the organization. And and Jerry Krause, God rest his soul, he tore it up. They still this man won his. He won a ring and never looked back. He said, "I'm not gonna ever not do this again." Right. He won when he won that first. When he never not won again until he retired. He was like, "Oh, this is what it feels like." But oh, he I, I don't ever want to. He came back in Washington, but that don't count, bro. If he would, he was just he was just scratching the itch. If he if that the 45 year, if he didn't come back in the middle of the season, 
if he would have been back at the beginning of the season, bruh, they beat Orlando. Hey. hey. They beat they beat. Hey, let's let, let let's check this out. <laughs> we talk about somebody finding something for some drive. When he lost when he was losing the game and somebody said, Man, forty five just ain't twenty three. Yep. And that man when he got the twenty three jersey and came back motivation and beat the brakes off somebody. Oh my talk god. About he used, I'm telling you, using words to to literally change his whole emotional state and go out there and kill. That is, man, that right there is, is the epitome. That is the textbook definition of getting in a zone, man. That is. When I sit here and tell yeah. you if I had played him, I'm complimenting him the whole game. Man, I like the way you smell. You smell great. Your jersey fits right. It is just perfect. I'm not saying anything that you can use against anything. No. But he don't use that. I'm not That's talking. This is the man he that said, he said he liked my jersey. Lie. I don't even he like this jersey. Something that was never even said. Right. Something that would nobody even said this. This guy did not say it to him. Right. Period. He used imagine, that and utterance imagine, that never existed. That's funny too. Because imagine George Carl, who said that he was at the restaurant and somebody told him, "Don't give Joy any fuel." He didn't speak to Jordan, and he used that for fuel. He like, oh, hey, he didn't he, speak to he, me? He like, oh, okay. He didn't even say nothing to me? Okay, yeah. All right. Like, you're right. Ain't no winner. You don't know what. Just just look at him. I don't know. But I, I don't know just what you shake the man, man here like keep on going. Just be normal. Bruh. Shake the man here. Oh, no, oh, wait a minute. Hey, For, the, 45, just say 23. Hey, the video <laughs> with Gary Payton talking about when George Carl decided to put him on Jordan. He was like, hey, man, he had some trouble. And Jordan just gave that laugh like, laugh. I had no problem with the glove. The, the number one meme in America right now. Yes. Bruh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious to me. Hilarious. Uh, and the funny thing is, I can't wait to see Gary Payton respond, though. Because I feel like he, he going to say something, but he going to know it's true, too, though. Because, I mean, Gary Payton had, what, one good game against him in that finals? Yeah, Maybe. just one. And then Jordan was like, okay, yeah. That's a th- like, man. Join one of them people that you don't want to fight them because they ain't gonna fight. They, they ain't gonna fight. I had no dude. problem like, with the glove. <laughs> the glove. <laughs> that man is extremely intimidating. Yes. And and they they kept saying, man, a lot of people were scared of Jordan. You, you know how 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 uh, Rick was that Reggie Miller that said, well, you know, a lot of people were scared of Jordan, man, but you know, I really wasn't scared of him. I'm like, where did that man would break your little body into two pieces? And then and then Joe gave me a little soft right hand when they got the fight. Right. <laughs> he, gave me, he, gave me, he gave him a right hook. You know what I'm saying? But, Man. like, R- Reggie is under. Reggie is underestimated, too, though. Reggie, yeah. he don't get the props. He deserves either, though. I agree. Reggie, I agree. Reggie's a great. He's yeah. a great. Yeah, I'm trying to find out what, 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 what would Jordan's stats for that, that game, for, for the finals. He, okay, so he averaged. <laughs> he still averaged, like, 27 points a game in those finals. 27 points. And Gary Payton talking about, oh, he had trouble. He had trouble with me. Bro, he dropped 27 a game on y'all. That's not that's not trouble to me. That's that that's 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 light work. It's barbecue chicken. This man dropped off of 30 points a game and oh I was trouble for him. How? That's why that's why Jordan was laughing like that. With with Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron, you know what what sets them apart to me, honestly? When you look at finals appearances, Jordan the only one that got no numbers in the loss column. Right. He never lost in the finals and never played a game seven. 
He never got pushed to center. Right. Ever. Right. Sure didn't. Greatness is greatness. It wasn't like Jordan, like that, that that Utah Jazz team with Stockton and Malone, Malone and Osatag and all them, but there wasn't no yep. slouch. Them boys were balling. Yep. And the, I feel sorry for Brian Russell because the one time he said, man, why you retire? Man, you knew you had to retire the right time. Cause I, and the, his Brian Russell didn't shot. know. He messed up because he obviously hadn't heard whatever you say or do will be used against you on a court with Jordan, boy. And he tried it. He, he thought Jordan wasn't coming back. Man. He thought he was smart. Jordan ain't coming mm-hmm. back. He like, Jordan ain't coming back. Jordan like, Jordan oh. said, Carl, what's wrong with this dude, man? Jordan you like, get this hold money. my beer. Hold my beer. I ain't coming back. Hold my beer. <laughs> with, the, with the cigar in his with mouth. With the cigar. <laughs> but it was right. A lot of people, like, if you watch that footage, too, though, that last shot he took, everybody see him talk about the push-off. Jordan wasn't pushing off on that man. Byron. Jordan gave you the scout report. Jordan said Byron Russell, Brian Russell plays on his toes. That when he goes one way, he could not shift position. He can't shift. He when can't you shift. saw him going that way, he kept going. Jordan barely touched the man. Raised up, and it's like the most iconic shot ever in the history of the NBA. I mean, exactly what Jordan said is what happened. He kept going to the to what to the right, and he never mm-hmm. could shift back. He, he couldn't stop it. It was right. it. He stopped. He shut it down. Pulled up. The rest is history. It was over with. Like number six, his his momentum was not going to allow him to to change direction like that. It, the way his body was positioned, this man never lost the happen. finals. Never, never. He was gonna, never he, lost he the have, finals. But he would have broke his ankle. <laughs> man, look, <laughs> he probably could say six and zero. His ankle would have been. Now I ain't talking about breaking your ankle like he fell over. I'm talking about his real ankle would have been completely broke. Yeah. Right. Uh, Get D after that really could have won seven. I think they could have won seven. They, I think they could have beat the, they could have beat the Spurs that year because the Spurs went to the championship and was it the Spurs? Yeah, it was the Spurs that year in '99. They would have beat the Spurs. Then David, that's when David won his. That's yes, when David, when David won, won his first one. Yeah, David was gonna beat the Spurs, bro. Yeah. Dennis Rodman was gonna get. I think, think, think it'd been light work too, though. You think? We, I, I, I was. I think the Bulls were one and five. Put Robin on, uh, well, Robin on Duncan, because Dun- was Duncan there for the first one? Yep, Duncan yeah. was there. Of course. Duncan would have been so, Duncan would have been so frustrated with, uh, Robin. Right. Right. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan was a fundamental player. Like, and I, I ain't taking it away from Tim Duncan, but that contact and that nasty, that grit, Tim Duncan don't want none of that. No. And, and, and nobody. He made it like that. So, it probably would have been Duncan on Pippen. Uh, the Admiral on uh, Rodman. No, no, no. They wouldn't do it like that. The, uh, he would have still been on Luke or Bill or whoever was down low. Tim Duncan would have been on uh, Rodman. Was, on the defensive be side, I believe. I believe they would have put they would have put Rodman on uh, David Robinson on the defensive side. So what you gonna do with your center? Right. I feel, could, so you really think that Longley could hold David Robinson? I'm not gonna say he can. I think he can. He can do a decent job. I ain't gonna say he gonna stop him by no means. But I, you got I, the Jordan factor to, to worry about, though. I would. I would. I would put Rodman on David for pure frustration purposes. Because if you get Rodman in in David Robinson's head early in the game, you you can take David out the game easily. If you get in his head, and, and they you, probably would have tagged. I think I'd agree with that, and that would have been plenty of points not made. They they would have taken it. It'd have been back and forth. Cause Duncan wasn't no slouch either. At that no, point, Duncan wasn't no slouch. 
I feel like. Pitt but you could, you could you couldn't let Luke Longley go on 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 the air mode the whole time. So they, they probably would have. Yeah, I, of course, of course. They would have flip flopped. They yeah, they would have. Luke, of course, would have been. Uh, you know, he would have oh been coming God. off the bench. I feel like. They, yeah, they would have won. Something. When I tell you, Jordan and Pippen would have eight though. Because who, who, who was the who two threes for, uh, Bruce Bowen? Nobody. No. Bruce Bowen ain't holding nobody. Was it, was it, was it, was it uh, Ellie? Eli? Ellie? Whatever his name Mario was. Ellie? Mario Ellie? Mario Ellie? No. When he's... I say them boys was E? Oh, my bro. God. Steve Avery, was he there at that point? Yes, too, he though? was. Avery Johnson? Man, yeah. come on, bro. Avery Johnson, yeah, he was there. Bro. Avery Johnson? He, he bro. Got Steve Kerr is draining all kind of threes on Avery, bro. That That's easy work. That's easy. light work. Bro, come on now. Steve Kerr alone probably would have been averaging like twenty some points a game. And Kuko probably would have uh, gave uh, Duncan some issues too, though, when it came down to it. If you put yeah. uh, Pippen in the three and put uh, yeah. Kuko in the four, Bruh. man, them teams were loaded. Man, I don't care what nobody say, Jerry but I do Krause. think one of, the, one of those first three teams was probably one of the best teams. Though. And I know Jerry ain't here to defend himself, but man, you are an idiot. I'm sorry, you are an idiot. And and Reinsdorf too, saying that it just would have been. It wouldn't have been possible. Like just just like Jordan said, put everybody on one year deals. Yep. Put everybody on one year yep. deals. But to see the hurt on him, he was like he does, he still holds it today that he didn't get a chance to come back and defend his seventh championship. Right. That's crazy. Who blows it still up him now? Who blows up a championship winning team? A a repeat three P. But that's what I'm saying, saying with the whole thing about a normal person doesn't understand to put Something that's bigger than them to the side. Kraus, he couldn't take not being the one who didn't get credit for what was going on. Man, somebody probably whole, paid Kraus off, man. With the whole coming about, like players don't win championship ownership, do or like however they go, that's the dumb. Like they ain't never stepped out and, and dribbled not damn basketball. I understand you putting the pieces in in in, in place. They still got to go play. Right. It's a dumb comment. Real right, dumb. dumb. Real, real dumb. Like uh, he, he couldn't take he couldn't take not being the, the getting credit for what was going on and everybody else did that so he blew it up. Hey, and man, then, that's, that's that is typical short man syndrome. Right, yeah. straight up. If it ain't about yeah. you, it don't matter. Yep. Yeah, that's and that's, think about it like and that's what I'm saying. Saying, do you not realize even to the documented to this day, even though Cross is not here, they still sit here and say that Cross was the one who put all of us together. You still get your credit when you do what's best for the team. Right. Don't yeah. think because like you're not in the forefront, you're not getting nothing for you. You'll be considered the best, or was it the GM, whatever, for what it was by putting all in. The, he's still the greatest one now for putting them that's, together. That's that individualist attitude, bro. People think that he's Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> yeah, right. Poor Russ. Poor Russ. We. Sorry. Hey, Russ, we, I still I still mess with you though, man. You all right with me, bro? But you just ain't that guy, man. I ain't scared to say I don't Will mess. Will he ever get a ring? No. He just it depends went, on if he ever go to a team. I, I feel like I feel like Russ is one of those. You know, it's always going to be great players that never get a ring. Russ, Russ is one of those people. Be, well, he may very well be the new version of a cancer. I, the thing about, I, 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 I didn't want to use that term because I hate using it because cancer is it's a, it's a tough term. Might be that However, way, Russ, is, Russ is a cancer to a team. They're never going to win anything. Cancer. Yeah, I feel like Russ, uh, Harden, and Chris Paul, those are like players that you feel like may never win. And Jimmy Butler, I feel like those are the, they're great players, but I, I feel like 
they just are players that would never, you know, everybody can't win the ring. It's just, it's just not gonna happen. And it's their fault. You can't get them a Charles Barkley out. You know what? Right. I, 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 I think Harden would be willing to do it if it was there. Harden just never had the right person with him either, though, to defer to because Russell's not the one. Chris Paul wasn't the one. If he got the right team, and I think if Paul George had went to Houston instead of Russell Westbrook, I think it would have been okay. I mean, Harden was already in the situation. Paul, Paul a beast. Harden, Paul, Paul George. I mean, beast. Harden was already in the situation in OKC. Yep. But the thing about that, when he was there, uh, you said uh, Harden. Harden yeah. was off the bench. He was six man then, though. He wasn't. He wasn't even starting. I mean, like he probably would have eventually become a starter, don't you think? But that's that's the thing, though. But we, I mean, I understand that. But when you're at that point and you know you're putting up points, and nobody's giving you the records to even start on the team, you do be like, you know what? Well, I'm tired of coming off the bench for this when I know my talent is better than that. I get that. It's one thing, like he's he. But James that's when Harden I is not a six man player. It's just not. It's, he's not a bench player. He's a he's a guy. That's when I feel like as an adult. If you have an adult-like personality, that's when you, one, go to your coach and you go to the GM. Or you talk with both of them at the same time like, hey, man, I have the talent to start. Why am I not starting? Ask them why they aren't starting you. Because I don't even remember who were on, who else was – who was the, the – the, Who started over James Harden at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Who – yeah, who was starting then? I, I can't remember. I really can't remember. I don't remember either. And, that, that, and, that, and that's a reason. That's a problem. And how you know that he didn't go and say, hey, I should be starting? That was like, well, you know what? If you feel that way, we can ship you off to Houston. Goodbye. Because think about Kobe wasn't even – Kobe made Kobe won – Kobe was an all-star. Right. And wasn't even starting for, for, the, for the Lakers. Right. That's, was. that's crazy. But – I feel like Kobe knew, like, I'm, come on now, I'm, I'm gonna be starter. I'm gonna be the starter. I'm gonna be that guy. And, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe they came to the point where James did try, and they liked the role that he was in coming off the bench for some reason. He was like, "Well, I'm coming off the bench doing this. I deserve to have a certain role. I, I, I do think you should step out to be able to put yourself in a position to do something." Which I, I don't see nothing wrong with him going to Houston to put a team around him. But I thought he wanted to be the person they built around. Let me ask you this. As would you rather be a starter or win a championship? To be honest, the way people look at stuff now, Russell I want to start in a championship team. All right, so Adam Morrison won a ring in L.A., but we don't say nothing about. Adam I mean, Morrison. but he wasn't he a contributor. Start. James Harden was a, a legit contributor, though. I'm that's what it, like. All right, would you rather be a starter and never win a championship? Or would you rather win a championship on a team where you were a major contributor, but you were coming off the bench? I think it depends on the point of your career. Like somebody like a Jamal Crawford right now, he's fine coming off the bench, winning a championship because of what he's done. Because he's he's later on in his career. I think as a younger player, I think you would rather be a starter with a certain situation because you're trying to establish a certain situation. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, do, I think it matters about the point of your career. But like, okay. At, at that point, James Harden was like a, a a rookie or a sophomore. At that point, like, he felt like he had a, a he didn't want to he didn't know what the situation was going to be. Like, maybe they weren't giving him what it was. It was it was a lot of uncertainty. What was going on? He was like, well, you know what? I'd rather go somewhere else. Why? You had you got to realize you got Russ and KD in front of you. Kevin Durant. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, how do you get your time? Like, how do you know what that is though? 
Because it ain't like he was a, a big guy. Like, I, what do you I, put I, him I feel like I feel like I feel like uh, they probably should have made a coaching change before they got rid of Harden. That's how probably, I feel. Yep. Yeah, I agree with I, that. No, I agree with that. It definitely should have been a coaching that. change then. Because, come on now. But, but I said that at the beginning when we first started talking about that. I said, Greg, you, you don't think that might have been a coaching? I think it was a coaching issue. The coach, the coach could not bat out his egos. Like I, I think all of them got strong egos. I mean, we know who Russell, you know who KD is, you know who James Harden is. Like I just like it's. I think it's a lot of stuff too behind closed doors we don't know. But at the same time, I do think as far as coaching, he couldn't manage. There's them some strong egos, man. That's strong, and it's hard to see and tell James Harden who was balling the way he was. Like, hey, you know what? You come off the bench, and not not to be able to re- relay that to him to let him understand what that situation is. Because we like Steve Curry get a lot of slap because we like you know what Mark Jackson made the team. At the same time, Steve still had to come in and yep. manage them egos of what was going on. So I, I feel like Steve gets a he gets a slight, but I still think Steve a great coach. But yeah, look, Steve Steve was on the field. Steve was on the pop. Steve didn't learn some stuff to know what's going on. He's seen it. Right. And he so was Mark Jackson built that team. But yeah, Mark still ain't win with that team either. And he has some he has Steve some, did. And he has some GM experience with, with Phoenix too before taking it. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, he had a lot I of think experience. People people need to stop criticizing Steve and saying that, hey, you know, there was Mark Jackson team. Yeah, you're right, it was Mark Jackson team, but Mark Jackson still lost when he had the team too, though. You're right. Mark Jackson didn't do with that team with Steve Kerr obviously could do. Right. And you know, because it was about the same team that came back, and like it was a different team. But I'm same not gonna team. deny this though. If Steph and Clay ain't on this team, that team is not what it is when it won those championships. I agree. You say if they, and I, yeah, and of course. I, and I still don't think the Warriors done either, though. To it, be honest, you know, with it, it's a combination of coaching and you know the 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 capability of of the stars on your team. You know, you, of course, you got to have the stars, but you have to have that alpha male coach that's able to command the room and be like, hey, this is how we need to do this. Look, I can I'll let y'all do what y'all want to do. But during this time, during this block of time, you all need to do what I ask outside of that. Do whatever you want. But during this block of time, that's my block of time. And, it, and it's a it's a, it's a, high, a, a real heightened respect level, too. I mean, looking right. at Steve Kerr and knowing that Steve Kerr was on those teams that 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 was just beasting when you was a small child. They 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 go. It's it's all encompassing. It's a respect thing. It's somebody who command a room with an alpha male mentality, but it's also somebody who can just like Greg said, can handle those egos when they start to fly because they gonna fly. Yeah, and think that after this this whole documentary, like some of the players gonna want to play for Steve Kerr. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they if he snatched a, a, a top. It's been talk of Giannis going to Golden State for a minute anyway. I don't as long as Steve Kerr's in, in, in Golden State, I don't think Golden State's dynasty is over. I don't. Right. When you get Clay and Steph back, right. And they and they if they get one more player, them boys ain't done. Yeah. And when Clay I refuse to believe Clay Steph back at hundred percent, hundred percent. And you and you may get a top level player because of. Just the fact of what Steve Curry, his part in this whole documentary was to see the right. kind of guy he is, what's going on. He yep. can't finna snatch nobody else. It right. really gave you, man. Yep, you right. Mm-hmm. You, you know what, Greg? You don't open up a can of worms that we we that'll start a whole nother show. You right, right. right. You kind of made Steve Curry. You went into Steve Curry's life and saw part stuff about him that we didn't really know. 
Yeah, it really did put them over. It that that segment with Steve Kerr, it put them over. People look at Steve Kerr as being soft little white guy. You saw him went head to head with Jordan in practice. Like it's a yep. certain it's a certain level of respect that people gonna have for Steve. It's like you know what, I want to play for that guy. Yep, right. And that's some Golden State players probably already knew. It's mm-hmm. a reason they love being in Golden State with the organization. Yep. It's, it's it's some about that Golden State organization. As long as Steve Kerr is there and you got Steph Clay at full. 100%. Draymond still, like, he still got some life left in him when he's motivated. Snatch snatch one more player in there and see what happens. And uh, it might be a Giannis, to and, be honest. And it's over. And, they right uh, back where they, where they live. And just to put a bow on this, uh, what we're going to do is kind of go into some final thoughts for each person on this. Like, uh, what are you all's biggest takeaways from uh, this documentary? I think I think Five and six, those two episodes were the great episodes still of this entire documentary. Some somehow, you know, what they put into those to those episodes just got me very encouraged and just had me in my house just hyped looking at it. But I will say the episode seven, what Jordan said at the end of episode seven, when he, when he was talking those words of truth in the, in the interview, you can feel the friction coming through your TV. You, that What that man was saying, his words was powerful at, what is he, how old Jordan is? 50, how old he is? 57? 55, 55 or 56. Yeah, for as old as he is, for him to sit there in a chair and talk about it, and you can feel the, the you can feel his words talking about it at that age. Think of how powerful his words were on that court at 29. You know, or, or back there in the locker room or or at a regular practice. You know, people, man, Jordan had, had a gift up here. He had the physical thing and he had this up here. And he was able to transfer what he had up here over to the people around him to where even if they hated him, I don't like this man. I can't stand what he talked to me, but some kind of way, when he did, got through talking to me, I felt like I could move the world. And that's what I take away from it. Because I, I get motivated by stuff like that. There's so many people out here that don't understand being in a zone or don't understand leadership on a level to where you need to be, be trying to win over everybody and everything at all costs. And that mentality itself should, should motivate you to never, ever give up, give down, back down, none of that. So, I don't know. I'm probably going to use that documentary for a lot of my leadership trainings, just bits and snippets and everything, because, you know, it, it was some good stuff. Can, is there another documentary out there? And, I, of course, I'm going to end right here, but is there any other documentary, sports documentary, of an athlete that's better than what we just saw for these past few weeks? No. No. Can you, name a pick. Can you name one mm-hmm. close? Because I want to go look at the one that's close to go back and see what makes it close. No. I, I don't think you'll get nothing close because nobody had the, even the level of what Jordan accomplished. So I still don't think you're going to find anything. As far as on. like, as far as like, uh, motivating you, motivating you to win and no, but like, as far as the level of interest that draws you in because you want to see what happens or what this person was thinking or, you know, what they were going through. The only documentary that is close, but that's not on a motivational or winning type deal, would be the uh, O.J. Simpson Made in America. That's the only thing that's close to it. Hmm. 
as far as keeping you drawn in and of course dealing with the with the Nicole uh uh Simpson stuff uh that that's the only thing that is that on as a sports documentary that will keep you drawn in and you will not want to leave where you are because you want to finish watching all of it. What I took away from this documentary, straight, I'm thinking back off my reach, leadership, drive, and determination. This is the perfect documentary to talk about leadership to see what's going on. Like, every time when you're a leader, you're not going to be the most popular person. You're not going to be the one. Who, like, it's, it's one of those situations where you go through a situation that's kind of like, dang, I hate the way I hate the way that kind of happened. But as you grow through a process, you're like, you know what? I understand what's going on. You look back and appreciate what somebody did. Like, this whole thing, like just what he did is is, is like an eye-opening experience. Like a lot of people who don't understand what happened, I think that you are somebody who doesn't understand what greatness is. You are a normal individual. Like sometimes everybody wants to be liked, wants to be this, wants to be that. Like Jordan didn't mind that because at the end of the day, he had a goal he wanted to accomplish. And it wasn't just for him because he realized like, hey, it's not about me. Because if I can't get this dude right here to do what he needs to do or him do, he, none of this works. So, and it's not saying saying that every time you're a leader that you're gonna always handle things the right way, which there are probably some things I know Jordan can look back now and be like, you know, I wish I had done this different. But he knows what his goal was and what he was trying to do to push somebody a certain way. So, with all this, like I said, leadership, driving determination. I just feel like this is the perfect documentary to showcase all that, and I think people should now appreciate what we just saw. I was born in '86. Jordan came to league in '84. When I was young, all I saw was like, man, he's amazing. Highlight plays, like all those times. I didn't understand what was going on. So this was an album experience to me because a lot of stuff that I didn't know, you know, what's going to happen because I was a young guy at that point. But at the end of the day, like I, I have not seen another documentary better than this. It's the best thing I've seen with all of that. Like I said, leadership, drive, determination. I'm, I'm done. Um, My biggest takeaway from this is <laughs> we we are all not created equal. At all. <laughs> we are not created equal. And this documentary is proof. Because, like Maurice said earlier, there are people to this day that are still pissed off at Jordan. And Jordan is not going to talk to them. Because, you know what? Hey, I mean, hey, man, I don't care. What was the end result of what I did? We won. You got rings to show for it. Would you have that ring on your finger or in your collection if you were not on my team? You wouldn't. You'd been Charles Barkley. You'd have been Charles Barkley. <laughs> Carvalho, <Carvalo>, Judge <Justin. laughs> Right. You right. Patrick Ewan, Judge Stockton. Right. Keep going with the name of the list of the people that didn't get no ring. Bro, so it's a big list. Or it's you would be list. somebody like Isaiah Thomas, still begging for forgiveness <laughs> because you couldn't get on a dream team. But and and. To take away something with what you said, Greg, like just going back and seeing this stuff, you know, it was a lot of stuff that, uh, albeit I really didn't care at that time, but it was stuff that was going on behind the scenes. Like, oh, man, I, I never knew that. That's crazy. Like the stuff with Dennis Rodman uh, <laughs> going to Vegas uh, just so he can clear his head and still coming back and being able to do what he had to do to uh, – to be as good as he was on the court for what they needed him to do. And yep. this dude went to WCW Nitro, man, in the middle of the conference finals, bro. 
in the middle of conference finals, bro, and still came back and had a good game. Jordan had to go through that. He had to go through like, okay, I got to deal with this guy and his emotions. I got to deal with this guy and his emotions. That's not going to help me win. I need to get them in this headspace so that they can win. And not to take away from what Jordan did, but it also made me appreciate everything that the media used to say about Kobe and how he was hard on teammates. And Dwight Howard as an example. Dwight Howard couldn't stand Kobe at the time because he felt that Kobe was too hard on him. But Kobe was he he was the same. He probably got this information from Jordan. Like, hey man, you need to push your teammates. If you don't push your teammates, you are not gonna be what you you are not gonna accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish if you do not push the people around you. That's so that's so true. Like it just made Kobe. Kobe was just a, a he was a carbon copy of Jordan, pretty much. Kobe, Kobe even said they lost that 08 finals to the Celtics because they were too soft. He didn't push them enough. He still hold that 04 loss to Detroit because he's like, I didn't do what I was supposed to do to get my team ready for what it was. Like, you're right. He, he was a carbon copy of Jordan. Right. Another thing, I'm sorry, I'm going to say one time, I'm, I'm done. Phil Jackson, that whole thing with Dennis, Dennis Rodman and Jordan, that's another testament to, uh, to people understanding that leadership, to know that Dennis had to have his time to get his mind right to be able to do it. That's not going to happen in the NBA today. Miss a game for a certain reason. Like, everybody's going to rip you and do whatever. Phil Jackson knew, hey, Dennis needs this moment to get himself ready to do whatever. Even when he came back, Joe wasn't like, yeah, because you, you wouldn't you want to come like – Joe was like, hey, give give Dennis a chance to come back and do what he got. Like, they were understanding and knew what their personalities were on their team to be able to manage their team, though. And It's uh, genius, man. Coaches can't do that these days. And man. Jordan went to go get that man himself. Cause it was time to come back. He went to Vegas. Hey. He was like, "Hey man, uh, you you reneged on the deal, man. You just supposed to been gone for forty eight hours. You gone for longer than forty eight hours, man. We need to go. We got to go, bro. <laughs> what leader do you know is gonna do that? It's been nine and six. They be like, "Hey, you know what? He ain't here. We finna move on without him. No, you need this man to win. Not to hate on LeBron. And I, you know, I'm not hating on LeBron at all. But LeBron ain't doing it. LeBron is not fit to he go not. and find you and, and bring. He fit to tell, hey, trade that dude." He might now. He might. He might now. He he might now. <laughs> After these ten episodes, we all gonna be saying this some kind of way. I'm telling he, you, he's a solid blueprint. Let somebody yeah. not not show up for my project and work. I'm like, hey, you know what? He just needs the time to go do what he needs to do. Because Bond is sitting at home there. and watch these episodes just like us. Right. And don't tell him. And don't tell him what's going through. If I got yeah. motivated over here in my house, yeah. I know. <laughs> right. He got motivated at exactly. some point. Yeah. And uh, and we're we're gonna uh, end it there, uh, guys. Uh, we really do appreciate y'all listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate the the response that you had to the video that I posted on our social media a couple of weeks ago. But we're not done yet, y'all. Still keep doing those favors that we asked of y'all. Uh, keep sharing the podcast, following, liking, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Keep doing that. Following us on social media. Again, uh, the the. We will have another contest. We just got to figure out what the contest is going to be because we want somebody to win, but you all got to listen in order to win. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. Keep listening to us. Uh, anything else that you all uh, want to put in on that? Holler at your boy, Greg the Great, Instagram. Come holler at me. I'll talk back to you. We can get the same movie. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Yeah, peace out.